Welcome to the DGR Podcast. I'm your host, David Gray. Hello everyone, David here. Welcome back to the DGR Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. This is episode number 57. I'm going to do a solo podcast today. I'm going to talk a little bit about my kind of social media strategy or our social media media strategy for the year ahead for 2023. I did an episode like this or the same as this uh, last year, 20 at the start of 2022. And a lot of people said it was quite helpful for them. So I'm going to try and do something similar again, nice and short and sharp and off the cuff, to be honest. So I pretty much just sat down, pressed record, and here we go. Um, the reason I don't have to overthink or, or think about this or plan this out too much, I think, is because it's not like, okay, January or 2023 came, and that means we need a big new strategy for the year. Um, I, do, I don't think we do. I just think we need to um, maybe just do the things that we were doing well and do them better and do the things that we were doing poorly, uh, not at all, or do or do them better as well. So so that's the plan. Happy New Year. Hope you had a good New Year's, good Christmas. Um, I did do a, a 2022 roundup episode, which is a little bit different, but this was kind of, this one is a little bit more businessy and for content creators. Um, so, which we kind of all are now, or at least we all kind of should be if you're, if you're looking to be, a coach uh not if you don't need to be but like you will be the person who is doing that will be more successful or at least will will have more opportunities afforded to them so um so i think just to recap on 2022 our our social media did grow quite a bit our, our instagram did grow quite a bit in bit in terms of numbers at least in terms of followers um our sales did grow um but we more it was probably 2022 was more of a year of like diversifying a little bit slightly away from the programs that we had um and more into the educational side of things and slightly away from me doing as many uh one-to-one clients and more into yeah just more into the educational side of things as well so that uh that was the plan that was successful i think um or i know i know it was successful and now this year we need to maybe refine our offer a little bit more or our offers a little bit more and be very clear around what we want to uh what we want to deliver to people so i think the danger of running uh an instagram like ours is not the danger but the trap that you can fall into is if you do like release a program, there is, you can't, you can make some good money, very good money. And that can always be the thing that's kind of luring you into, okay, do more posts, make more programs. And suddenly you could find yourself in two or three or four or five years time with 10 or 15 programs that people could buy. And and that's not an exaggeration. Like if you look at a lot of accounts, they'll have, They'll have a, just a ton of different programs, and I I would imagine that their their clients are are their potential customers are quite confused when they're going onto the 
when they're going on to their account and thinking, where should I even start? And even we get a bit of that and we don't have many. We've actually deleted LBB2. So like we only have LBB1, core and upper body basics of which you should own all of them, I think. Um, so I, 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 so we only have three there. Then we have our membership site and then we have our um our one-to-one work with me and Alice and then we have our workshops so those are all our offerings at the moment as far as I am aware of or as far as I can think at the moment so those are all of our I think those are all of our offerings and I think I would love like I would love to have one offering if I could where it was just or two maybe where it was just like okay if you want to start, do this program. And now if you want to, um, did I mention our membership site there a minute ago? I can't remember. Um, so the three programs, the membership site, the workshops, and then the one-to-one stuff. Yeah. So like, if you want to work with us, here's the program you could buy or here's the course. And that's a very high ticket course or something like that. But our, our business model hasn't developed like that. And I don't know no i don't know but it, it would be difficult to change it now and w- potentially you could give up a lot of revenue by doing that so i'm not i'm not i'm not quite there at the moment but there is business models that i look at where they maybe have one one um low tier offer and then they have just a high ticket offer and that's it and i like that 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 is a good business model in terms of clarity around what you're trying to offer and what you're trying to sell um and so i'm trying to be better at that for the year ahead um so our followers did our followers did grow our revenue did grow a little bit um i freed up some time to hopefully put that time into building this year now um pushing ahead this year and releasing some things but not not stressing myself out or anything like that i i've done that i've burned myself out a little bit and I, I don't want to to fall into that trap again. So in terms of what what I'll talk about in this episode, just 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 quickly off off the top of my head, really, I'll talk about like the type of platforms that we are that we are on and that we're using and how I think about the different platforms. And then I will dig into more into Instagram as a platform and how I think about being successful on that. Okay. Um and uh, I think that I think that's it. I think that's it. So in terms of platforms that we are on at the moment, we're on Instagram. It's our it's our biggest one. It's our most popular one. It's the one I think about. It's the one I put time into. Um, and it, that's that's not going to change for the year ahead. We are on the uh, on this podcast. Obviously, I think it, the podcast has been a success. I think it is. It does take a little bit of work. It does cost a little bit of money. Um, but I think it's important and I do enjoy it for the most part doing the podcast. So I, I think we're, we'll, we'll, we'll keep the podcast going. Um, we might change it up a little bit, but we'll keep the podcast going. So we have our, our main social media and then our audio is the, is the podcast. I would say that the podcast doesn't get anyone new into your world. You're not going to be discovered through podcasting for the most part. I think. Yes, if you're a big enough podcast, podcast, then what might happen is 
someone comes on, you, you invite a guest on, they come on to your podcast and then they have a following and some of their people that like them will listen to the podcast because they are on it. And then they will, then they will uh, maybe listen to some other episodes and that's how they will discover you. I, I don't know how much of that happens to us. I'm sure some of it, I'm sure some of that happens to us, um, but I don't know how much of that happens to us. I would say that 90, at least 90% of the listeners that listen to the podcast have been following me on Instagram and bought, bought the programs and all of that stuff. So I would say mostly it's not about discovery. It's more about maybe building trust. And hopefully when you listen to me talking and all of that stuff, um, you spend some time with me, you go for a walk and, and you hear how I talk about topics or whatever. Um, and either you like it or you don't. But if you like it, then hopefully there's a bit of trust built and that allows you to dive a little bit deeper into into my work. So the podcast is very much for building trust. That's what I would say. And I think it's important for that. I don't think everyone needs to have a podcast or anything like that, but I think it is important if if that's something that you need to you need to think about building trust. I have thought about Twitter. So this time, some sometime early in 2022, I had a consultation, a business consultation with a with a coach who wanted to pick my brain on a few things. And actually, what he was doing was he was he was actually sorry, he was a therapist. He was selling like packages of sessions with with people. Uh, two people on on Twitter and being very successful doing that, and they were relatively they were pretty high priced, I think, and they, and like it was a all in service. We'll do all of your, I'll like educate you on your pain. We'll we'll do your exercise. I think like lifestyle factors, all of that stuff. So I think it, it was a good service that he was offering, and he was charging charging relatively highly for that. I would say. And at the time I was like on Twitter, I was, what, what you're really doing that on Twitter. I didn't think that was too much of an option. And since then I've completely changed my mind. I've done a complete U-turn turn on that. And I've seen Twitter and I've seen how it works a little bit. And I think the potential to build a brand on there is way, way, way easier than maybe on Instagram. It's way less flooded, I would say. Um, it's probably way easier to get people to click on something. Now, you obviously have to know your target market, um, but it's easier to get people to to go and click, I would say, because um, just 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 the layout, the text-based format of it, I think it's, it's much easier to get people to click on a link. Um, and it's it's also probably easy to connect with people or get your stuff seen quite quickly because just a little comment under someone else's it, it, it seems to be more re- interactive in terms of in the comment section it seems to be more interactive which means there's more potential for you to maybe uh, comment on other people's more popular people's stuff and then people see your comment and stuff like that so i think twitter has huge potential but we are not going to go there because I I've weighed up the opportunity versus the potential downsides of Twitter. And I think Twitter is an absolute cesspit. And at the moment, I don't think it's worth, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make a call and say my happiness is more important than, uh, or my sanity is more important than making some revenue on Twitter. So we're going to stay away from that at the moment, but I would recommend um just because i'm just because i'm not going to do it i don't you, you should consider that for yourself and consider that maybe an option for yourself because i do think it could be a very very good option um in terms of youtube 
we i think we have like five thousand subscribers i could be wrong could be less but we, we we have several thousand subscribers on our youtube but for the most part all i post there is the video for these podcasts and what i've learned and what pretty much everyone i think has learned is that unless you're making content specific for each platform I don't think it will work particularly well, certainly won't get too much traction. So unless you're making content specific for YouTube, I don't think it's going to do too well on YouTube. So that's something that I need to think about. Would we be better off putting up some clips of the podcast, short clips? Would we be better off putting up putting up the full episode as we are but with better video in which case i need to maybe talk to some and better thumbnails in which case i need to talk to someone who knows what they're doing with youtube and maybe invest in a camera that's hopefully not too much work because my main thing with my content creation is not having friction i just want to be able to sit down and record it if there's too much friction there i I just it, it turns me off actually making the content so that's um that's something i need to consider with with youtube and I I just haven't thought about it too much at the moment. I've just kind of let it tip away without putting too much force or effort into that. And I don't know if that's going to change, to be honest. So that really leaves us with Instagram. There is also the potential for TikTok, but all I've done on TikTok is just post some of the reels that I make on Instagram and post them over to TikTok. Um, it's really just a strategy to think about, okay, maybe at some stage tiktok will become more important to us so like it doesn't really take any effort to just post a reel and uh, over onto tiktok that i've already made um so just have some kind of presence there but because of the audience that's there um people are a bit younger and just the way it is the attention span and all of that stuff i think it will be difficult to make any money over there and so i'm not particularly concerned with tiktok at the moment um i'm sure there is people making good money on there but they probably know how to do it really really well and i don't so that leaves us with instagram now with instagram there is it there is a little bit of the fear that you could be or with any platform there is a fear like if you're putting all your eggs into the instagram basket which we kind of are in some ways there is a fear that You could lose your account for whatever reason. It could be deleted by accident. It could be reported and whatever. You could lose it for a little while. You could lose it indefinitely. You could lose it for good. So that is a fear with kind of banking on one platform. So what we've done with to kind of mitigate against that is a few things. Number one, we've not not in any particular order, but one thing that we've done is we've set up a second Instagram account and we've we've had that for a while, but we're we're putting a little bit more effort into that at the moment. So that's called DGR education. Um if you if you want to go and follow that, that would be great. It's actually DGR underscore education. Chris is actually helping me manage that. So any of the nice posts you see on there have been done by Chris and any of the not so nice posts have been done by David. Um, so thanks to Chris for, for helping me out and um, putting some thought and effort into that account. The goal for that account is to maybe get it up to about 20K followers by the end of this year. And on that account, I'm not just going to post the same content as I do on on um, on my David Gray Rehab account. I'm going to post or we're going to post like clips from the membership site. We're going to post maybe clips from the podcast, clips from Chris's classes, um, clips from any of our educational uh, material going forward, clips from our workshops, all of that stuff. So 
Um, so the at least at least there. The, so the thing there is twofold. Hopefully, the account can be it's standalone, and people people can actually see some content there that they might not see on my own Instagram. So it's a standalone thing, which which delivers a lot of value on its own. And secondly. If something ever did happen to my account, at least we would have something there um, with maybe 20 or 30,000 followers, which would be maybe some of our our closest, our, our best followers anyway. The second thing we've done with mitigation around maybe losing the account at some stage is we have our membership site, um, DGR Interactive. So the reason I mentioned that even in, in, in this kind of segment is because there is a subscribers option on Instagram where you can get you can subscribers can pay you for exclusive content but the issue with that to me is it's still on Instagram and you haven't taken them off that platform so I think that's an issue number one and secondly I want people to come onto Instagram and and come looking for the the my content because they know it's valuable and they can get access to it and I don't I don't want to charge them for that um, I don't want to muddy the waters there where, okay, he's he's given us some, but not all of it. Um, whereas if they want the longer form videos or short, slightly longer, like 10 or 15 minute long videos, people would just go to the member site where we have 800 coaches and therapists. So I think that's done quite well. I think that's 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 worked quite well for us in terms of one, a revenue stream over there and two, um, the the mitigation of actually just being deleted. If we did get to lose our account, then we would still have that all of those coaches and therapists over there to to communicate with. So that's really important to us. Um, what else? The the other thing we've done, kind of mitigation wise, is uh, our email list. So that's just been growing and growing, just kind of over the last few years as we as we went went along. We haven't put a massive push into growing that specifically. I would like to do that this year. I would like to have a specific maybe lead magnet to go straight to the email list and get a lot more people onto the email list. Um, so that's something that I need to consider this year. Um, and between those kind of things, between having another Instagram account, which I don't necessarily recommend to people, I don't think you should spread yourself thin. We've just done it for... Um, yeah, just to separate the content out a little bit and then for the mitigation side of it. So we've done it for those couple of reasons. Um, we've had we have the membership site and then we have our email newsletter, um, or or just our sorry, our email subscribers. So those are kind of three ways that we are mitigating against the risk of losing our Instagram account. We haven't gone deep into Twitter, TikTok, or YouTube. Um, and I don't think we will this year, to be honest. So in terms of then what's what worked on Instagram specifically this year or over the last 12 months in this episode last year, I said that I wanted to do maybe two reels a week and two regular posts a week and maybe like a carousel post. We, we definitely hit that target. We easily hit that target. I probably did like one every day. Some weeks um, I did, I did only two in a week some weeks but mostly i did probably five to six posts five posts a week i would say on average so i think that was uh, a success and there's no there's no doubt about it that consistency of posting is going to be successful if the posts are any good at all then consistency is your friend on social media so that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone um i'll talk about kind of what i've noticed with with reels um 
I actually have noticed that recently over the last couple of months, the carousel posts have become way more popular again with the swipey ones, maybe because everyone is doing re- is now doing reels. And so those posts stand out again. But what I will say is reels and hopefully this isn't new to people either, but reels are far reachy. If you if you use reels, you're going to get a lot more followers. You're going to get a lot more views from non-followers on those reels. So I still use reels for that. I'm not expecting to get 100 comments on a reel from my current followers. You might get some from non-followers and you might get some from your followers as well, but I'm not expecting like if if the reel gets a ton of reach, but doesn't get a ton of um, comments and stuff like that, it's not, it's, it's really not the end of the world for me. Um, we did grow massively. We, we added, we added thousands and thousands and thousands of, of subscribers, like 30,000 followers very quickly by focusing more on reels. But, but my fear about with doing that going forward is it kind of dilutes your following where they're not, as bought in or they're not as perfect a follower for our account so i'm i'm I, i'm a little bit apprehensive with just going all in on the reels and just going if that's more of a like scattergun um that's more of a scattergun kind of approach to to instagram and i think that will work and that will work for certain accounts that just want to sell dog shit products to people because uh they'll just get all types of people and like that and and that will work but for us it's more on education and there's a certain type of person that we want to attract and so the carousel posts are actually have become much more popular and i started to enjoy them so what i've learned with the carousel posts is here's a secret little tip for you more swipes are better and i so i used to do like if you look at my page maybe four years ago or something like that you will see the text-based post where i had one one text um text-based like black thing and then the the just just the writing on it so four or five years ago i was doing that and then i was writing like a it was almost like a blog post underneath it now you can do the same thing but instead of writing the blog post in the caption underneath it, you would just have like five or 10 uh, of them black text-based posts or, or image-based posts or something like that. And people swipe. And the difference is, I think, I think the difference is, I, I, I don't know this for sure, but I think a swipe counts as an engagement for Instagram. So each time someone swipes, that is an engagement and Instagram counts that. And that means that, people are they, they, that means that your content is valuable in their eyes so i think carousel posts with more swipes are better and also it's very hard not to swipe to the end so if you have like on your first carousel okay five the five things you should know about knees or something like that and like the first swipe is number one thing you should know second thing number two thing you should know and the next swipe number three thing number four thing someone is not going to go to the next post or swipe or like continue scroll off that page until they see the fifth thing because it's just human nature they might not have cared the first four could be the worst thing ever but they want to know what the fifth thing is they want to know what the last thing is so that's what i would say and then in the in the next swipe after that you could summarize the five things so numbers like that do work really well and have been working really well i think my top reel had like three uh 
three foot exercises you can do or some something like that and so someone is not going to stop watching the reel at the second foot exercise they want to know what the third exercise is so that those little kind of hooks are, are working quite well and like you don't have to be sleazy about it to use those type of hooks journalists use that all the time although a lot of journalists are are shady and stuff but like you cut your copywriting is important you have to understand that each line you use is designed to get someone to read the next line or each swipe you have is designed to give someone value but make them read the next swipe and if you have that in your mind then you can create a ton of value and help people with things but you can also you you're helping the person get to the end of the reel you're helping them get to the end of the carousel and that's a really important um way of looking at it so for this year we will probably have a mix of maybe two to three reels a week and two to three carousels a week some week it might be seven reels some week it might be seven carousels depending on the mood that i'm in but it will be probably mixed up between those two things so for the most part here's the overview of instagram reels are for reach you will get a ton of reach you will build a following quite quickly if you do a lot of reels and if you actually understand how to do a reel well doing a reel well for me is about having some something that grabs someone in the first couple of seconds and then helping someone get towards the end of the video, which is maybe like three things for this or three exercises for that or or whatever. So that that type of thing, obviously changing camera angles every two to three to four seconds works really well. Depending on the type of person you are, you might not want to do that. I was definitely when I started making reels, I was t- I was rushing it. I was like, I was like, if I was doing a voiceover of it, I was like, okay, so for your shin, you want to get this internal rotation that will unlock your pronation. Now I just relax. I'm not trying to make the reel too fast. Um, at least the audio side of it. Visually, um, visually, you you camera more camera angles are better, but in the audio, you can slow down and relax. People are actually now watching slightly longer reels again in my mind. Okay. Or at least maybe that's or or maybe that's just because I've changed it to that way. But I would say you can relax, but visually you can change things up a little bit quicker. Okay. So that's that's um that's what I would say. The reels are for the reach. The ca- the carousels, you're gonna get a lot more engagement on them. Uh, this isn't always now you can have a lot of engagement on a reel but the carousels the educational side of things you're going to get a, a lot more engagement for the most part and then in the stories that's where you sell stuff uh get people to watch your stories and then obviously you can put a link in there and people will will buy something from you through there you you I try to make sure in my stories that I do have some value. So sometimes you will, or actually a lot of the time, you will see in my stories that I put up a video of an exercise or me post coaching a client through something. I might not give you the full visual all of the time. A lot of the time I like hide stuff or I mute a part of the sentence that I'm saying. That's just to keep people engaged and also to, to kind of screw with some people because there is some people like you, obviously you can see who watches your content and there is some people who watch and have watched every single thing I've done for the past several years, but God damn it. They will not click like on a post or comment on a post or anything like that. So they, 
they want to pretend that they're not seeing everything, but they're watching everything I do. And that like, that is, that is like, it's just the way social media is. Some people, some people just want to pretend that like, they don't like you or maybe, I'm sorry, they probably, they definitely don't like you, but that they don't think your stuff is valuable or whatever, but they can't take their eyes off it. So sometimes I, I do things to fuck with them types of people. Um, but mostly I just want to give value on a post or on my story so that people like they know I will put up a sales thing on my story. Everyone listening knows I will put up something that says go and buy whatever at some stage during the day or, or definitely during the day. Um, I will put up something. But I want them to give the I want to give them no choice but to watch the story because I will also put up something really good, hopefully at some stage every day on that and, and something that they're like, oh, uh, like I would like to know a bit more about that or what's he doing there or trying to figure it out or are not even trying to figure it out or just giving pure like, OK, this is look at this thing. So this is helpful for you. Okay. So I think if you're selling on your stories, which you should be, you need to have something valuable on your stories as well for people as well. Um, and also stories are for where you can have a bit of fun. You can just put up a picture of Roxy, a video, whatever. You can talk shit on your stories. Really recommended to just talk shit sometimes on your stories about whatever you're doing in your day. Um, and some people, be, that that's where you can just relax and be yourself a little bit more okay so stories for sales carousels for engagement reels for sorry carousels for kind of education and um and um engagement and then reels are for for reach very much so so that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking about um with our social media for this year um I want to be consistent with it. And the thing that helped me the most in 2022 with, with growth and being consistent was I changed my mind from, so, and some people will hate when I say this now, I kind of changed my mind from like, sorry. Yeah. I kind of changed my mind from I'm a coach or I'm a therapist a little bit. And I changed my mind to, this is on purpose. Now I changed my mind to, I'm a professional content creator. And of course, I'm not a professional content creator necessarily. And of course, the thing that I like doing the most is coaching movement, working with movement. But when it when I also had that separate thing in my mind of I'm a professional content creator, because if you were a professional footballer or you're a professional rugby player or you were a professional accountant, you are whatever, right? A professional. You wouldn't let, you couldn't just say, I couldn't be asked doing my job that day. So in my mind, I said, okay, like when, when I don't really feel like it, and I didn't enforce this a hundred percent on purpose, but when I don't really, like I couldn't really couldn't be asked just posting something today. I then had the thing of, well, I thought you were a professional and professionals don't miss days. They, they, they do things even when they don't feel like doing things. Uh, uh, I did that with sport. I didn't miss training when I was playing my sport. Some days you didn't feel like going, but you went anyway. Um, so I, I, I tried to take the, the same mindset into my content creation and think I'm a professional content creator. When I sit down, I sit down and I get it done. And it's because I, it's because it's a big part of my job to actually do that. Um, so that's, that's a mindset that has helped me this, 
over the past probably more six months. I, I started to think about it that way. And it definitely was more consistent. And I, we definitely had a lot more growth uh, when we did it that way. So that's the that's the plan. Um, hopefully that was some way helpful for you. Um, what I would say is don't you should you should kind of don't just say don't just do any of this stuff because I said it or anything like that. Um, think about what you think will work best for you and what you can be consistent with. And all I know for sure is if you want to make more money on social media, I know this for a fact, doing more posts will work. So like that will 100%. I could talk about all the tactics, do this with your reels, do this with your car sales, do this with your stories, do blah, 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 blah. Make sure you change your camera angle. But what I know for sure is doing more will work. But you need to understand or you need to have a conversation with yourself. Do I really want to do more? Um, And can I do more? And is it sustainable to do more? And all of those things. So like, but having said all that, more will work. 100% it will work. That's the only thing I know for sure. So, and that's that's the only thing I know for sure in life now for the most part is you do more of the things that work. And that doesn't mean the most amount. That doesn't mean I need to I need to do a hundred times more. It could just mean a little bit more. So like if if having a conversation with your friend makes you feel good and you only do that once a month, then maybe you should do that once a week. Doing more of the just identifying the things that work and doing a bit more of them is the most obvious thing in the world but it's we're always looking for the fancy new thing what i'll say for sure one last time is doing more of what works for you will work but you have to under you have to decide do you want to do more or not okay so i've i've found how much i kind of want to do and I don't want to do a whole lot more. That's why I'm not going into the Twitter side of it right now. But I I know for sure, if you ask me, if you needed to make more money this year, what would you do? I would just say, I would do more of what I already do. I wouldn't try and do all these fancy things. I would just do more of what I already do. Easy. And that would work. Okay, so I hope you have a good year. I hope that was helpful. um, Or a great year, I should say. I hope that was helpful. Um, Always remember that, like, this isn't... uh, this isn't a zero sum game. We can all win. We can all do well. It's not me versus you or you versus someone else. Just focus on yourself, help other people out. And we can all, we can all do well together. There's more than enough. So that's why I do this episode because hopefully, uh, hopefully other people will get something from it. So if you like the podcast, uh, give it a share, obviously, or post it or put it up on your story. That would be really helpful for me. And um, if not, that's cool too. Or maybe drop a five star or something like that. And uh, apart from that, I hope you guys are good. And I will talk to you next time. Take care.